0: I think the mind is is probably the most important component, and um, finding that willpower and that that place inside that um, you know can help you continue um, to move forward is important. Some people, you know, you get up in the morning and and everybody brushes their teeth. I go out for a run and brush my teeth.
1: guys i hope you're doing well hope you're not uh, suffering too bad from eating too much turkey and all the goodness from uh, uh thanksgiving holiday but look sincerely from the run the riot podcast i hope you've had a great thanksgiving and are having a great weekend and um just uh thank you for joining in here thank you for listening uh we got a great one today uh matt daniels is a really Really nice guy and a tremendous athlete. Uh, I mean, someone who can go from running a sub-four-minute mile to crushing it at Western States in his first 100-miler. Uh, just says a lot about the work ethic, the giftedness of this guy. And listen, he's a really nice guy. And so, uh, man, I hope you learn a lot about his journey, uh, a little bit about his uh, what he does. And, uh, man, just be inspired uh, by what we talk about. So uh, here, ladies and gentlemen, is Mr. Matt. Daniels. Well, today on the Run the Riot podcast, we've got a a man who I was privileged to meet at Western States this year. uh, We'd like to welcome Mr. Matt Daniels. How you doing, man? I'm good, David. And how are you? I'm doing great, man. Hey, look, thanks so much for taking time. I know you've you've been busy. You've been traveling. You've you've had a lot going on, and you had a had a race this weekend. So, uh, you know, it's it's not like you've been sitting around doing nothing. So. Yeah,
0: I know, of course, man. I'm I'm happy to join you here.
1: Yeah, man. Well, um, before we get into uh, everything that's you know that's been going on in in uh, in recent history, man, I just um you know the, the whole uh, I I watched the 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 movie that's been put out and uh, or the 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 video of um of you being the first sub 4 miler that ended up running Western States and so I looked a little bit I looked back and I was looking at 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 your history and everything and um you know the track world I didn't I, I wrestled in high school I didn't run track so it's it's a little foreign to me man and so tell me a little bit about like how how did you get into the track did you start running early or or you know, when, when did you start realizing that, that it was going to be a thing for you?
0: Yeah, gosh. Um, man, I, I so I, I, I was a baseball player most of my uh, childhood and, and played a really competitive select baseball and, um, did that until, oh uh, gosh, I was about 11 or 12 years old. And then, um, yeah, I discovered track. I got, um, convinced by one of my friends to join a summer track league for fun. And, um, yeah, signed up for my first race. It was a mile on the track and ran five Oh three. And, um, <sighs> kind of decided right in and there that this was you know this was what I was good at and this is kind of my calling and so uh yeah at the age of 11 it was all in with
1: track and just been uh running ever since really. <laughs> so, so you did a 503 uh at 11 years old? Yes yep. <laughs> nice nice that's awesome <laughs> uh and and then so yeah so you just did you did uh were you doing track in in school from that point on?
0: Yeah so that's um part of it you know growing up in in Texas um you know you played football as a kid too you're kind of I don't know if you, my dad played football at Oklahoma University and mm. I would, I don't want to say I was forced into it but it is it was, it was you know, every Texas uh you know boy that grows up in Texas is required to try at least and yeah, yeah 80 pounds of me uh was out on the football field and decided uh really quickly that I wasn't going to be able to cut it in uh in junior high you know kids were getting a little bit bigger and I wasn't really growing much, and. Uh, yeah, I decided to go ahead and pursue running in junior high school and uh so that would have been seventh and eighth grade and then um yeah, and then from there so I you know, found found some more success in junior high school running track and cross country and then from there I was able to uh make varsity as a freshman in high school and uh yeah, and you know, uh continue to run summer track and, and things like that in the summer in between seasons and yeah, just made a made a life out of it
1: and um like I said,
0: quit quit all the other sports I was doing and yeah. just Focused solely on on track and field and cross country.
1: Nice, nice, and 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 then uh, so you did. Uh, and then you went to college. Uh, where'd you go to college? So I originally went. I signed with the University of Oklahoma,
0: um, mm-hmm. and I was there for all of one semester. And okay. uh, just uh, you know, 18 years old. I think it's a, it's kind of a big task to put on somebody. You know, trying to decide. You know, where they're going to go spend the next five years of their life, what they want to do with their life, and this and that. And I yeah. I didn't, didn't want to continue on with school at the time and. It was just kind of a little bit of a lost soul. And uh, so after a semester there, I bounced around for a while, um, couch surfed, uh, hung out with some friends in some other states and continued running and before I wised up and joined, joined the Navy. And uh, yeah, and I yeah, went and served served the country for a few years. And when I got out, um, returned back to, to school and went to Adams State University. And that's how I found myself uh, out here in Colorado and started running there. And um, yeah, that led to being a post-collegiate running
1: Uh, professionally (laughs) nice nice so you were uh, it was it was at Adams where you did your your sub for uh, mile correct yep yeah so I did that in
0: 2000 gosh either I think 2015 Um, okay yeah winter of 2015
1: Okay. So for somebody who who I got into running late, all right. I'm 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 forty five and I got into to running. I the only running we did were sprints for wrestling and things like that and I would, you know, just conditioning stuff. And and I, I read the book uh Once a Runner. Have have you read that book? Yeah, man, that's like the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've read it a few times. And and yeah. even though I'm i I'm a distance guy, it's 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 awesome. And so I I I can't how do you describe um you know what your perspective when you're you're running around the track that fast, and um, just I don't know how how would you describe it to somebody who's never never done that? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely it's it's because it is it's quite different than um,
0: you know, I, so I always say track fitness and 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 fitness to be in shape to run like a really fast mile or five or five k or something of that sort is is a little bit different than type of fitness um. You, you have when you're really fit for an ultra marathon it's almost like this kind of state of bliss and just you're like very almost euphoric like you don't realize you're you're running it's kind of outer body and um you're so finely tuned uh when you're when you're training for such a fast race at that distance uh that yeah it's just it's it starts and it's over and um <laughs> you, you're yeah. like you know one wrong move or one wrong you know wrong thing or one you know you could run a 200 split in the middle of that mile, uh, a second off, and it can totally ruin your day as opposed to, you know, as ultra marathoners, we, you know, you could have five or six miles of the race and totally rebound and have a completely different race, you know, 20 miles later. And so um, it's a lot of just like being really, really in that moment and um, trying not to let go of that for, you know, four or five minutes or whatever it is that you're, that you're racing, but it's, it's tough to explain, but um, yeah, there's uh, nothing like it, I guess. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I guess even, even just, I mean, taking, taking one curve, you know, slightly, you know, uh, you know, out on the outside or wide or, or, you know, passing at the wrong time. I mean, it's just, it's almost a matter of, uh, of, of inches and micro, it is a matter right. of microseconds, you know, like,
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I kind of, um, you know, compared to like how IndyCar racing is, you know, you, you barely move the steering wheel to the left a little bit and it could end your day. And it's, you know, it's a very similar thing with, uh, with racing really fast around the track and and running for a shorter distance.
1: So, for when you were in the in that shape and ran that, I mean, you were still running. What kind of mileage were you running? You know, in a week. Yeah, actually, I was probably running a little more than I'm running now, to be honest. That's, that's crazy, huh?
0: <laughs> So during that time, I was um, gosh, I was probably averaging 100 to 120 a week. There were some weeks that were in the one. Yeah, I would say on average it was about 100 to 120 miles a week. And and the thing about the mile is um, you know you're training three, three days a week, you're working out, like, you know, you have a really hard, intense workout and then, then you have a few recovery days and then you have a really hard long run. And so there's a lot that goes into it because you don't have to be, not only do you have to be really aerobically fit to run a fast, mm-hmm. mile, but your speed has to be on point. And that's something we really worked hard for, for, you know, four or five years before I was able to finally break four. Nice. Nice.
1: Well, and we'll, we'll move on from that. But man, when, when you cross the finish line and you realize you saw that, that first number was a three, um, How'd that feel?
0: Yeah, it was a sense of relief, to be honest. With you. Oh, really?
1: <laughs> finally, I did it.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've been going for it. I think I I ran between four flat and 403, maybe uh, close to a dozen times before I finally broke four. And so it was kind of like, okay, I can check this off my list now, and on we go. <laughs> so um, yeah, you know, it's every boy's dream as as a track athlete that runs a mile to to break four minutes a mile one day. And the fact that you know I finally did it, I was excited, but it was also really relieved and um excited to kind of move on with my running and and try something new so yeah
1: (laughs) so um so after college um what would you end up doing after that
0: yeah so after college i'm that's when i moved out to boulder here in colorado and um i joined a post-collegiate group um so basically i was getting more i was still doing track running and that sort of thing but i was getting more into the road road racing scene um so i I joined this group called hudson elite and brad hudson was our coach and Gosh, yeah. So I was, basically I was training for kind of 5k, 10k stuff and, um, found myself in a half marathon as a training run and ended up qualifying for the Olympic trials for the marathon with that half marathon. And that really kind of progressed my road racing career, um, really quickly. And so all of a sudden I found myself being a marathoner <laughs> and, um, um yeah. And, and I, you know, I, I, stuck with that for about a year, a year and a half. And then I, I got just really, really burned out. And that's when, uh, I made the decision with, um, the influence of a couple of my friends to, to get on the trails and um yeah so about 2016 after the trials i, I did my first trail race so yeah road running was short-lived
1: <laughs> okay so um so how many uh so you did you did the the marathon thing and um and uh how many how many marathons did you end up doing before you kind of kind of burn out on it or marathons and road races yeah so uh, just
0: just one marathon i think um yeah, a lot of people think I did quite a quite a bit of road racing, but I really didn't do a whole lot down um, okay. on the trails. I think, you know, the thing about the marathon is is the training for it's really grueling and and it's it takes a lot out of you. And and um, I think just training for the Olympics was enough to or the Olympic trials was enough to really kind of you know burn me out. And um, and I think a little bit of it was leftover burnout from from the collegiate days. You know, you're running cross country indoor track and outdoor track that's three seasons in one year. And you're doing that for five years in a row. And then you jump straight into trying to run professionally on the roads. And it was just, you know, it was just like, I don't know, it was time for a a break, I guess you could say. And, and I was also going through some other things, um, you know, in life that, um, kind of accumulated at the same time. And it made that not a very enjoyable experience. And so I was just really looking for, for something new and something to refresh my running career. And,
1: um, and yeah, so yeah, one marathon and and on we went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, and 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 you know the the roads, man, they just they beat you up. I mean, you know, they it, running twenty six point two on a road. I'd rather uh, the, the fifty on a trail is a lot easier on a body, you know, as far as as far as jarring and joints and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, that's been my experience anyway.
0: <laughs> I would say the same, and then I'm uh, I'm not feeling so hot after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm scratching my head right now, trying to think which one was better. But yeah, no,
1: I, I, did, I do agree with you though on that. Yeah. Part. <laughs> well, um, so so what was your first uh your first uh, trail race? Was it an ultra or was it um what was what was that?
0: Yeah, so I did. Um, I'm trying to think here. I, I did a um a 12 mile trail race. So here in Colorado, they have the the Dirty Thirty, uh, 50k. Uh, like through the mountains here, just outside of Boulder, and they have a 12 miler that goes along with that race. And so I did the 12 miler and um, had some success. I won that race, and then then uh, then my roommate at the time, Andy Wacker, he him and Hayden Hawks decided uh, to convince me to do the U.S. Mountain Champs. And yeah. so it was my second trail race, was the USA Mountain Running Champs. So I stuck to some of the shorter races first um, before moving up to the ultra distances. But yeah, the, so those I guess were my first big races and then my third trail race was the world championships in bulgaria so it was a really uh experience
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah. so so were you you, uh were you with nike uh when you when you transitioned to trail races Were were you were you with them uh
0: yeah so i was actually i was running for kind of an ambassador program with with brooks um when i was on the roads and then when i first started on the trails and then uh kind of the same same similar thing with solomon it wasn't like an official sponsorship it was just like um you know, get a, get a few free shoes and, and that sort of thing. And then, uh, yeah, it wasn't until, oh gosh, at the end of 2017, going into 2018,
1: that I signed with Nike. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's huge. <laughs> huge. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, and so called up your, your ultra sign up and, and I see, man, you started, um, you know, hitting the 50 Ks and, um, um, the flagline 50 K in, in Oregon and, uh, you won that. And, um, you know, looking like you were just, just really took to the trails pretty, pretty good. I mean, I mean, did it, did it just, did it feel as good as it looks on, on your ultra sign up? <laughs> Uh, Yes
0: and no. So, you know, that first 50k, I had a lot of, a lot of success. And um, that's actually where I think Nike kind of took note of me. They were out, out at that races in, in in Oregon. And, um and yeah, that was actually a really fun race. It went really well. It wasn't too hard or anything like that. But um, during that time, I was having a lot of a lot of issues with, um, some of the mountain races I was doing and some of the longer mountain races. So it was like, I was finding success in, this, in these ultra races, but then I was like having a really hard time with the mountain running. And so I was kind of in this weird funk for about two years, um, until realist, like really until last this past year, um, I got out of that and started really hitting my stride and, and um, figuring out that, you know, the ultra distance is what I really enjoy doing and what I was really good at. So, yeah, it was a lot of kind of back and forth.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Do you think you think a lot of it was just your body uh, transitioning from more, uh, you know, flat? And I mean, because I mean, you can correct me, but you were, you know, more with with your track racing and everything else was more, you know, different from mountains and your body just kind of making that adjustment.
0: Sure. Yeah, I think that was probably some of it. Um, I think a a lot of it had to do with the way I was training. I was still kind of training like a road and track athlete. Um, Mm. And then, you know, I started working with David Roach and we kind of figured out. You know, I was I was just really I was doing too much and too high intensity and kind of needed to back off a little bit. And uh, with his help, everything just changed all of a sudden and, and everything became so much easier for me. And so, uh, yeah, I nice. think a lot of it was just kind of figuring out what I needed in training. And, um, you know, I was, I was getting a little bit older, too, and realizing I'm not recovering as fast as I was, you know, four or five years ago when I was a track <laughs> athlete. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think a good aspect out of it.
1: Ultras, uh, for, that was your your states qualifier right um was that i mean i guess that was your goal right <laughs> Ultimately. Actually,
0: yeah um so actually it wasn't really the goal to qualify for western this year um okay yeah D- david my coach told me like you know we're not even going to think about western for three or four years and if, if you qualify we'll have the conversation but uh it was more <laughs> to kind of test the waters with the 100k distance and, and have some fun um so my goal last year was to, to really hit it big at, at North Face 50 and then it got canceled because of the fires. Um, oh, so yeah. We re- reevaluated really quickly and was like, okay, what can we jump in next? It's, you know, got a lot of competition and it's fun. So we decided to do Bandera and then um, the Bandera race uh, was going awesome until it wasn't. And then uh, <laughs> I, uh, I took a, a spill and hit my head really hard and had to drop out of that race with a concussion. And so, Oh, then it was like, okay, well, let's, let's use this fitness. What race can we jump in next? And uh, so we jumped into Black Canyon, and then that race just went flawlessly. There wasn't a single moment really in that entire race where anything went wrong. And, um, yeah, and found myself in the lead and having a good day and qualified for Western. And, um, you know, when you qualify for Western, it's really hard not to want to take that, well, that ticket and go. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, I mean, you know, even if you just go and just whatever, you know, just experience yeah. it. And yeah. 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 So, um, so let's, let's, uh, get to Western, man. So how was your, uh, your training? Okay. This is, this blows my mind though, that you, I mean, you earned it. You earned a spot in the Western States for your first hundred miler. (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah. So how how was, how was training for that different from, uh, you know, from even hundred K and some of the other races you had been doing?
0: Yeah, we, we didn't change a whole lot to be honest. Um, you know, I've talked about this a few times. My my coach is really big on having um, kind of a long term plan and approach. And so yeah, we smart. knew, um, you know, if we if we were going to run Western, we couldn't go all in this year. It would do some serious damage because I'd have to be in in a type of shape to go front run with guys like Jim and, and Jared, and that could be um, detrimental for the the following years and uh, the mm-hmm. rest of the year with what I had planned. And um, so yeah, we we kind of. Kept it relatively the same. Um, mileage really rarely got up over 80 or 90 miles a week. Um, intensity definitely wasn't wasn't there. We had a few key workouts that were, were really good. I think there was more of a focus on on the long run and, and um, just kind of getting used to that all-day pace, which is something I didn't really practice a whole lot with uh, beforehand because I was running shorter distances. So just getting used to being out there for, you know, two and a half or three hours and fueling and that sort of thing. Um, yeah yeah, so yeah it, wasn't, it wasn't a whole lot of a whole lot of change to be
1: honest with you <laughs> Oh, no, awesome awesome so so that's I, I met you at the the starting uh in the in the building at the beginning there um so you know I got my name pulled after after two years tickets and uh, you know so I'm at western states for the first time I'm super excited and and then um so I'm sitting down getting ready there's nerves and everything else and and um there's you know, then I ended up sitting next to you uh, with my wife, and my wife talks to everybody, so she she said, she knew you had a connection with Oklahoma and everything, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But I just remember you being just a, a tall guy, cool mustache, and a nice guy. You know. <laughs> oh, thank you. yeah, no, that was
0: great. I was, you know, I was in the same sort of boat. You know, the the nerves were there. It was Western's crazy because um, he, <laughs> the, that little room we we're sitting in is like yeah. high profile room. Like I'm you know, I'm still relatively new to the ultra scene. I'm looking to my left and right and like the biggest names in the sporter are there. And I was just like, gosh, I need to find some people to just <laughs> talk to and keep my mind off. This race. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, you know, it was great that you guys were there and had the connection with Oklahoma. You know, my dad grew up in Norman and, um, yeah, it was, it was neat to get to chat with you. And, uh, and you know, I, I like to do that at all my races, you know, just chat with everybody that's around and stuff. And, um, I, you know, I, it's part of the that's part of ultra running is, is the uh, community and everything. And so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. It was cool. And I just remember um, uh, your crew and, and you know, um, oh, man, I, I, I can't remember his name. Uh, I'm going to kick myself uh, after um, I guess oh, you want the head of your crew, I think. What's his oh, name? Uh, Joshua Stevens. Yes. Yes. Joshua. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he just we were talking and he said he said, watch him. He's going to do big things. And I'm like, all right, that's cool, man. And and um, so, you know, the race starts and um, and, you know, everybody kind of does their own thing. And I, I what did you think about the, the Western States course? What was your impression of it, man? how oh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, that course is it's really interesting. And I've
0: heard I heard people talk about it beforehand, how it's like, Four, four or five races in one, you know, there's so many different mm-hmm. sections and um, different things that you go through. And um, gosh, it was that initial climb right off the bat. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had no idea, <laughs> no idea. Like I've seen the profile, but you know, that, that only looks like, you know, so much until you're out there. And then, uh, yeah, you're, you're staring down at this huge mountain right at the beginning and knowing you got to climb that. Um, that was something else. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was fun. I, I enjoyed kind of, navigating my way through the, the high country and all the snow this year. And then um, and then once we hit those fire roads, you know, around 50K, that was a lot of fun to kind of open up and run fast. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I had, had my fun in the canyons battling the the climbs. And then, you know, my favorite part of the course, I went out there for the training camp and my favorite part of the course was actually the worst part of my race, unfortunately. Really? Uh, yeah. So from Forest Hill down to the river, the Cal Street section, I I was so pumped to run that. And I got there on race day and i i was ready to drop out it was man it was a it was a struggle
1: <laughs> to <do> that section <laughs> really uh, just just, yeah. just happened to hit a low was it do you do you know what it was with you know like was it going to be in being calories or, or yeah i think so so i i had some
0: nutrition problems um and basically from from 100k so forced till to the finish i didn't take in any calories and and i think that that little section um from 62 to whatever it was 78 or 74 um was tough because I was kind of in unknown territory. It was distance I'd never run before, and yeah. I was kind of hitting a bonk. And um, yeah, it was just like I, you know, it was kind of I got passed for the first time in the race, so I was kind of questioning like, oh gosh, am I going to finish this thing? And then, <laughs> you know, and then I got down to the river and um, picked up uh, another pace. But yeah, that, it was an interesting, uh, interesting course. I, I really enjoyed all the variety. I think that was probably the coolest part of it.
1: Yeah, I I just I remember, um, you know. Of course, I'm I'm you know more of a a mid packer, uh, and uh, I just remember um, everybody was like, you get the first, um, you know, get through the first sixty, and then you the 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 last forty is is flat, and you can really run it. And I'm, you know, I'm from Louisiana, and I live yeah. in Oklahoma now, and I'm like, <laughs> so in my brain, I'm like, it's gonna be flat, and I was like, it was not flat. Yeah. It was <laughs> close. Yeah, know, oh,
0: Yeah, it's I mean, very. um, and they that's another thing people from Colorado were saying oh it's all downhill from there and I'm like okay and then You, know, you hit a climb that's like two miles long. I'm like, this is not
1: downhill. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, And uh, those, the canyons were, uh, so my, my wife uh, crewed me and she's used to seeing me, you know, most uh, aid stations uh, are like at the end of a downhill or something. And, um, you know, I'm always real positive and, or even if I'm feeling bad, I attempt to be. And it seems like at States, every single aid station is after a grueling climb. Oh, yeah. And so she could just, yeah, I was she could just tell I was struggling. She didn't see me. She hadn't seen me like that before. So
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, the the crews are, are the real winners. <laughs> like I don't I don't know how they do it out because that's a that's a tough course to crew and then to see your your loved
1: one or your athlete to go through those low points is is a is a tough thing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, so man, you, uh, even, even hitting a, a, a low point and, and, um, you know, questioning yourself for a, for that little bit of time, man, you still, you crushed it and, and a fifteen twenty one and fourth place. I mean, you've got to be, I mean, you've got to be pleased with that, you know? I mean, <laughs>
0: yeah, I was, uh, I was pretty surprised actually. I, I, you know, I went into the race with zero expectations and I wanted to use it as an experience for the upcoming years. And, um, you know, I figured I'd be going into 2020 probably having to race my way into western states again, so i um I'll take fourth place and getting to go without having to worry about getting back in next year for sure,
1: yeah yeah, no kidding and then and then you'll be going in with with just so much more knowledge and experience, and you know you know exactly what to expect, so uh man, it's gonna be exciting to to see what happens next year, you know,
0: yeah, I'm excited,
1: <laughs> so how was your recovery from western states
0: yeah it you know it went okay um i I was kind of stupid and jumped into a, a race in Switzerland three weeks after. Um, <laughs> it was on the schedule all year long. And, you know, I was debating whether or not to do it or not after Western States. I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm fine. You know, the muscles were, were starting to feel a little bit more recovered. I was, I was feeling okay. I hadn't done any, you know, real workouts or anything, but uh, I got about four or five miles into that race. It was a 30K mountain race uh, called Sierras and all. It's one of the most grueling mountain races in the world. And I got I got four or five miles into that race and realized really quickly that, uh, I was not recovered from what <laughs> yeah. I had deep level fatigue that was just hanging on. And so, uh, yeah, that I, you know, I, after that race, I took, took a little bit more kind of downtime, uh, not really a whole lot of time off, just jogged around for a while. And, um, yeah, I didn't really start to get back into training until gosh, probably
1: late August, I guess, early September. So, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And and then from from that point, um, what what was your next uh, your next focus race after Western States? I guess your next goal race. Yes, yeah, so that was uh, North Face 50
0: that we just had um, yesterday or two days ago. Yeah, that was yeah. Kind of the big one, and that was the the kind of the goal race all year. Um, but because Western States originally wasn't in the plan, so I was really looking forward to, to North Face kind of all year long, and um, yeah, then. That went awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, well, I was fo- I was following along, man. I was cheering you on from Oklahoma, and uh, so so um so what happened? What happened? Oh man, um, you know it's kind of tough to say. Like, I the the race
0: started off, you know, fast as usual, like North Face does, and we hit I don't know how many sub six minute miles, and um, you know, we were really rocking and rolling, and I was feeling okay. Like the the pace was really comfortable. I trained really well for North Face, and Um, nothing was really going wrong. And then right around probably two hours into the race, I I just started, like, I couldn't hold any of my gels down or any of my nutrition down for whatever reason. I just kind of felt like I had like a sugar overload or something. To be honest, I have no idea. Like it was just one of those days where it just wasn't working out. And, um, yeah, so every time I tried taking any sort of calories in, whether it was liquid or gel or even food at an aid station, it was just immediately coming up. And, and I was able to kind of rally for a little bit and hold on, um, I think you know I lost lost a little bit of time on second and third for for a while and then uh, and then it got to the point I just couldn't sustain the, the pace we were running and so I slowed down a bit and then and then it got to the point where I couldn't sustain slowing down I had to walk and then it got to the point where I couldn't even walk so it was wow. one of those days where just like everything just kind of you know full body shut down um, when you when you lose everything that's that's inside of you <laughs> it makes yeah. it harder to continue any further and um, unfortunately yeah I ended up having to, to drop out at, at 41 and um i really wanted to, to finish but uh, i think it was probably a smart move if i want to have any sort of uh good races this coming year to to end it early so yeah yeah that's, that's how it goes
1: sometimes and well th- um, yeah <laughs> that, that's it and and you've got you know uh in, especially in ultra distances i mean you you can you can have a group and uh you gotta just learn from it and be, you know, be positive in the middle of it and 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 move on, you know, and and learn, and grow. <laughs> yeah, very true, yeah, and and that's something
0: that you know I was trying to to remind myself when I was running. A, I'm a am a coach as well, and I tell my athletes this all the time. You know, it's it's every not every race is gonna go right. Like you're gonna have days that are just you can't, they're unexplainable. They're gonna be bad, and and it's really hard when you're in the moment and you're running yourself to remind yourself of that. But uh, yeah, I, I just kept, you know kept thinking, okay, it's, this is just going to be one of those days, like just deal with it and move on. So yeah, so, yeah, we've moved on
1: from that and we're looking forward to 2020 now. <laughs> nice, nice. So what, what is, uh, what's the next, uh, big, you know, what's your next goal race uh, your next focus?
0: Yeah. So I need to, um, kind of sit down and, and chat with my coach a little bit about it. We, we kind of purposely didn't put anything in writing. Uh, obviously Western States is going to be, um, probably the big goal for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I really nail that, but, uh, I think, um, I may go out to to California and run Way Too Cool in the early spring. That's um, mm. a, a 50k that I really wanted to run. It's on part of the you know part of the trails that are on Western States course, and it's just yeah. a really fast race that I think would suit me well. And then um, yeah, I haven't really I haven't really thought a whole lot about it yet. So I think that's probably yeah. what we'll do in the upcoming week is sit down and figure out what what would be beneficial to um, to running a good Western States and work around that. So.
1: Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah. so so you're, uh, I mean, besides just running all over the place. So you also, you also coach, um, coach other runners, right? I do. Yes. Yeah. No, yes. I
0: have, um, it's called Matt Daniels run club and, um, yeah, we coach quite a few athletes that run, you know, all the way from track road running cross country, and then all the way up to have athletes who do 200 mile distances. So yeah, it's, it's been fun.
1: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And I'll make sure, and I'll, I'll put the link to that in the show notes. Now I noticed you, uh, you got to uh, be part of a crew with uh, for rob at uh, the Moab 240 yeah uh, yeah so uh, what would you would you think about uh, hanging out with a bunch of crazies doing over 200 miles that <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was something else i i don't know i
0: uh, going out to moab i was driving out to moab from from boulders about a 6 hour drive and i was like if i'm if i am on the same highway on my way back thinking that i want to do a 200 i'm going to kick myself <laughs> i was was driving back from moab and i was like one day i'm gonna do that race it was just something so different and so out of out of my element and out of my realm that um it's gonna be worth trying one day but uh it was a cool experience man i don't know how those guys do it like literally out there for days running like it was incredible to witness
1: yeah well i I did uh last uh 2018 i did the the tahoe 200 and i'm just i'm just telling you once you um once you dive in, it's, it's kind of hard. So, uh, for 2020, I'm in for the triple crown. So (laughs) yeah, Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. cool uh, i'll be I'm looking forward to following
0: that i think that's uh, that's something truly special man
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's beautiful out there but I, th- I thought it was cool that uh you know uh you know follow following along all the people doing the triple crown and following rob and in his journey it's been fun and and uh you know and then to see that that he's got got you out there and 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 uh, some other other guys that really know what they're doing just helping him out i was like that's really cool man he's got a yeah. great crew <laughs> that's yeah. fun yeah. It
0: was a lot of fun. It was, it was a neat, um, a neat world to experience for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so, so, Hey, what is your like, okay. So you just did, you just raced, uh, this weekend and, um, what is your normal like recovery? What do you, are you, are you, do you follow any kind of, any kind of certain diet or, are um, you know, how do you, uh, wh- what are you eating? What are you doing <laughs> as far as that goes? Oh man,
0: I, I shouldn't say this out loud, but, um, Today I had like five Guys Burgers for lunch. Um, yesterday <laughs> nice. I, ate, I don't know how much airport Chinese food I could stomach. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there'll be a few beers to follow at some point this week. Yeah, I'm I'm really just trying to embrace uh, the time off this time around. You know, when I have other races scheduled in, in the in the upcoming future, I'm a little bit more uh, cautious about what I'm doing. Um, yeah. Typically on a, on a recovery, like you know, after Western States, it was kind of just you know make sure I'm not really thinking too, too much about running and trying to focus my energy on something else and, and enjoy the time off, but, you know, still eating well, not really drinking very much or anything like that and staying off my feet when I can and that sort of thing. And right now it's just like, enjoy the holidays, enjoy the time off, like get ready for a big year coming up. So yeah, um, I try to to have a good
1: balance, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And after, I mean, after a race, of course, you know, um, you tell yourself and which is good. I I, I earn this, you know, I need to, <laughs> your, body, your body needs a reset sometime. <laughs>
0: Definitely.
1: Yeah. Do, now, now when you're training and all, do you follow any kind of, any kind of certain diet or anything, or you just kind of watch what you eat and keep track, you know, you know, do you keep track of anything like that? Or you just kind of do like, like Courtney and just eat <laughs> whatever.
0: <laughs> I would say I'm actually probably really similar to Courtney, to be honest with you. I, okay. yeah, my diet's um, probably not the best, but, I, I've, I found that I perform really well off of just really dense calories and mm-hmm. I, I need to eat a lot of food and a lot of like kind of fats and proteins and, and things like that. I'm, I'm like naturally really, really skinny and have really, really high metabolism. And so it's super hard for me to keep on weight when I eat a really clean diet. I know that sounds ridiculous, but <laughs> I eat all day and just not put on any weight. Um, so yeah, I think, um, you know, I try and just eat whatever's in sight and, you know, as yeah. long as it's reasonable and not, you know, not making me feel like crap, I think, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't really follow any certain protocol or anything like that. It, um, you know, I try and take recovery drinks after big workouts and getting calories immediately after running and that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, no no specific, you know, no keto diet, not a vegan yeah. no. At, so
1: gotcha gotcha now you know when you say stuff like uh like like if I eat a healthy diet I I, I you know I I'm too skinny and all that you know a lot of people are gonna hear that and go he makes me sick <laughs> terrible you know I everybody
0: the, the that's the thing everybody's so different um yeah exactly it, it's yeah. really hard um you know and I experienced this a lot as a coach too and you know I I know not every athlete I coach can go eat eat cheeseburgers every day and like, you know some people need to eat a salad every now and then that sort of thing and and i totally respect it and understand it um but yeah that's that's unfortunately for me i just um yeah i have to have those like really dense high fat um high calorie meals and a lot of that unfortunately comes with like burgers and pizza (laughs) From eating healthy too and I do that as well but I really enjoy eating burgers and pizza
1: (laughs) yeah yeah well who I mean who doesn't you know (laughs) there's a few freaks that don't but (laughs) so well hey how tall are you Matt uh six two okay okay yeah I thought I remember you being being pretty tall so yeah uh gotcha that that helps a lot on the trails man flying (laughs) flying down there (laughs) yep yeah, six two, and um, I think about a buck thirty right now. So
0: I'm trying oh, to wow. okay. for of the, of the off season, I'm going to focus on trying to gain a little bit of weight.
1: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, you know, we d- deal a lot with the the physical, and, and there's a lot of um, physical preparation that goes into into racing and, and running and f- from the mile and and, and up. But man. Has it been your experience that that you've got to be mentally strong to do the workouts and even to, you know, to get through the races? Yeah, I think so.
0: Um, Yeah, it's I mean, it's really important, I think, in any sort of um, endurance endeavor. To, you know, that's the biggest component is the mind. You can, you know, fitness can only go so far um, before you either break down or, you know, before your genetics allow you to, to you know, get injured or whatever but uh i think the mind is is probably the most important component and um yeah finding that willpower and that that place inside that um really can you know can help you continue um to move forward is important and yeah i think even um even when i was you know training for the mile it was just as important as training for a 100 miler or racing a 100 miler so yeah it's a big big part of it definitely
1: well, and I guess, I guess with, you know, you being a, you know, a, a pro athlete, you're, um, I know your why is, is partially, you know, you, you need to, you feel like you need to perform a little bit and stuff, but it's got to go, it's got to go deeper than that when it gets tough, I guess, you know, uh, I, I, it would seem like it to me anyway. I mean, is that, you know, what drives you, man? What, what drives you to, to want to keep, keep pushing, you know?
0: Yeah, gosh, you know, I, I think about this a lot actually in, in, um, because that's another thing my, my coach always brings up is, you know, make sure you have your why before you show up to any starting line. And, um, so much of it for me is I, I love it. You know, it's something I've been doing since I was, I was little, I started running, um, really in second grade. Uh, I did the, the distance run at field day. And ever since that race, it was, there was something inside of me that was just like, you're kind of, you're born to do this. This is what you do. This is kind of how I identify myself. And I don't know if that's necessarily a healthy way of looking at it, but that's kind of you know, what I've always done. I've, I've gone through some really dark times in life. You know, when I was in the Navy, I went through some, some rough patches and, um, and I wasn't running and I found, you know, I started running again and all of a sudden kind of found, um, some happiness and, um, really, you know, I don't know. I just found this place in, inside of me that, um, kept me wanting to move forward and keep living, I guess. And, uh, yeah. yeah, And that's kind of, you know, without running, I don't know where I would be And but it's definitely a driving factor into, um to you know me living I I suppose like it's just kind of yeah. just, you know some people you know you get up in the morning and and everybody brushes their teeth I go out for a run and brush my teeth you know it's just a, <laughs> yeah and um you know it's just it's a part of me and it kind of always will be and um you know even when the day comes that I I can't run anymore I'll still be really involved I I can't imagine not having having the sport in my life but
1: uh yeah I, I I just enjoy it so much yeah <laughs> so, yeah it's it's funny you said that you know about identity because I actually had a conversation with somebody today who had some physical setbacks and they they're they're they haven't done anything and they're they're kind of coming out of it but I, I said you know that being an athlete has been your identity for as long as you know you know as long as you can remember and so you can't do what you want to do but you know do what you can and and you know you're 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 missing a part of yourself you know <laughs> it's because you're yeah. not attempting to do it and and uh, anyway hopefully they come to that realization and, uh, keep moving forward, even though it's not as fast as you want it to be, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I think it's super important to, to kind of realize that and, and have that, um, you know, have that,
1: uh, in the forefront for sure. Well, well, Matt, man, I, I'm, I'm pretty super excited to see, you know, where, where you're going to go in the sport and, uh, just real, real privilege to have, have met you and just be able to to talk, talk to you and know you and, and even get to talk to you now. And, um, you know i'm i'm excited for for what's next and just to to see as maybe things start popping up on your <laughs> ultra sign up and 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 uh and to follow along but um um i i would like to i like to finish kind of the the podcast i like to um ask everybody you know about about kind of gear and equipment and different things that they're, they're using and um so uh it, with that being said like what do you what are you using now for uh for trail shoes man which one which ones are you wearing in particular yeah
0: so um i, I alternate a lot nike's got three three trail shoes right now between the um the trail pegasus the um, the Kyger, and then the wild horse but um for the bulk of my training i'm using the wild horse and uh, okay. we have a new wild horse coming out here this spring so i'm really excited to um to get that one going and, and to wear that
1: i think it's gonna be an awesome shoe and a lot of people are gonna love it so um, nice. Yeah, right now I'm a wild horse guy. <laughs> nice, nice. And then, what you, what are you using for uh, as far as your hydration pack or or handhelds or what particularly uh, items are you using for that? Yeah, so just
0: basic Nike handheld and uh, hydration pack. I believe the hydration pack's um, called the Kyger hydration pack. We have another, again another new one in development right now. Nike Nike Trail's got a lot of things uh, coming down the pipeline soon, so um, okay, guys can be on the watch for that. And a lot of it will be available to the public as well, but uh um yeah it's gonna be uh yeah so right now just using what what they have out right now I think the pack's been out for about two or three years now so been using that I'm I'm a pretty to be honest with you I'm, I'm pretty minimalist when it comes to to gear I, I like to just basically have you know at the most one handheld and out out I go and find a
1: um a, a natural spring or something to fill up yeah. in <laughs> yeah I know I noticed uh you know uh I, I noticed that when when, when uh the I did notice you were wearing a pack when you were helping Rob out. So that's, that's why I asked. I was like, I don't even know if he has a pack or anything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I started with one at Western just because we, we didn't see our, our crew for, or I didn't see my crew at least for the first 50K. And, and yeah. God, it was so foreign to me to be wearing that. It felt so weird. <laughs> it was easy enough at the beginning of that. It didn't bother me too much.
1: But, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, and uh, so what are you using? Uh, uh, you probably don't need it much, but what are you using when you do need a headlamp early in the morning, I guess?
0: Yeah. So um, I have a a Petzl headlamp and then, okay. um, yeah. And then actually we just got um, the top 10 runners at Western got headlamps um, as I guess like kind of part of a prize. And oh, cool. that one soon once this Petzl one runs out. So I, I need to see what brand it was, but it looked pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, okay.
1: Just whatever gives you light. huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't do a whole nice. lot of playing in the dark. So yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, what are you, uh, what are you using as far as uh, on your wrist for GPS? Yeah. So right now I have the Garmin uh, 245. I, I've
0: gone back and forth. I had a course for a little bit, but I'm just, uh, I love the Garmin, something I'm used to. And um, yeah yeah it's just easy to upload and um easy to use and yeah so I'm using the two forty
1: five at the moment okay cool cool and uh and when you're uh training and racing, what are you using for your electrolytes and nutrition on the during a race? Yeah, so
0: I've been using Unived, um,
1: Unived products.
0: That was my sponsor this past year. Um, I've been having a, a few nutrition issues. I don't know if it's directly related to the company. I don't think it is. It's probably more myself. Uh, so I'm kind of working out the kinks right now and trying to figure out what works. So to be honest, like most of these races, I'm I'm using product and then I'm just drinking water because nothing's been working for me. So <laughs> yeah, it's a learning process, like like it is for many people in, in ultra running. But um, yeah, I'll be. Uh, I'll be trying out a lot of different products over the coming months, actually. So I'll uh, nice. keep you updated.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 crazy because uh, I I was using like like Tailwind for a long time and I was just killing it and it was great and then it started to mess with my stomach and so now I'm you know I'm using E Fuel and you just kind of you know what works one year might not work the next so it's just exactly. it's hard <laughs> it's just it's, tough <laughs> it makes it hard to
0: have like any sort of one sponsorship you know because that's how yeah. it is you know I for me I felt like it was like I, I had so much Unived product at, uh, Western States. I just
1: can't stomach it anymore or something. I don't, you know, I have no idea, but maybe. <laughs> yeah, <good>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it, w- is there anything else that, uh, that you're using any, any other shout outs you want to, you want to give to to products that you're using or something?
0: Yeah. I, uh, religiously use the squirrels, Nut butter. I think that stuff is amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, nice. yeah. So, um, any chafing issues that that's great. It's really good to put on, on, uh, feet for ultra distances. Uh, I haven't had any blisters since I started using that, Um, so that's been really
1: good. Um, gosh, other than that, yeah, just your normal creek water. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. My, my, uh, my connection with uh squirrel's nut butter besides using it is, was at the aid station at the Tahoe 200. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the owner of, uh, of squirrel's nut butter was at the, the aid station that they sponsored and he gave me a neck massage. <laughs> yeah, Chris is an awesome dude. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, that is good. If you want me to leave, you need to quit that dude. It's like- <laughs> yeah no that's so
0: true and one interesting fact i don't know if you knew this but um his his brother is uh like the president of western states craig so chris and craig are brothers so
1: oh didn't realize that that's crazy they're
0: they're great guys awesome awesome dudes (laughs)
1: Well, man, Matt, I I know you're busy and I really appreciate you taking time, uh, just sharing what's going on and, um, sharing, you know, your experience so far. And, and like I said, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to seeing, you know, what's in store for the future, man. And so just know that, uh, there's a group of folks in Oklahoma cheering you on and, uh, I'm pretty sure I'll end up seeing you at a race at some point in time. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm looking forward to that. And,
0: uh, yeah, I appreciate. It. I need to make uh, make my way back out to Oklahoma. I have a lot of family there, so maybe next time I'm out, we can uh, get in a training run together.
1: Hey, that'd be great, man. That'd be great. Well, well, I'll let you get back at it, man. Thanks again, and uh, hopefully talk to you again soon. Sounds good. Thank you. Talk to you. Well, there you go, man. I am really looking forward to what the future holds for Matt. And uh, man, I hope you follow along. Also, he's got he's got some potential, man, because he's new in this the ultra running game, and he's just. He's just crushing it. Uh, that being said, man, I just want to thank you again for listening. And, and look, we've all got so much to be thankful for. We are blessed. And uh, I hope you just take some time out this weekend uh, to just consider that. Just think about the things that you've got and um, to be thankful for. And, and look at your, your family, your friends, the ability to do the things that we do. And uh, man, just, just be grateful. Just be grateful. Well, talk to you next weekend. Have a great week and uh, see you again on the Run the Riot podcast.